This is Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss, good. math, good morning, math professor at the University of Arkansas. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. So a lot's still happening on the website, mm-hmm. and uh, mathfactor.uark.edu, getting some great contributions, and uh, I encourage everybody to check it out. Do you have uh, something for us today? I do. Okay. So this is a puzzle that uh, I rather like. Mm-hmm. So um, if you take a number, say 153. Okay. Okay. Just as an example. I understand. And if you add up all the digits, you get a nine. nine. Okay. Now, if you double the number, double 153. That's mm-hmm. 306. And add up the digits. Nine. Nine also. So um, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's the that's the subject of today's puzzle is numbers that when you double them you would get and you add up the numbers. The sum is the same as the some of the digits of the doubled number. So uh, what's kind of neat about 153 is that if you rearrange the digits like 351, mm-hmm. so that those add up to nine also. But if you double, that it'd be 702. It, 702 adds up to to nine. Right. Right. And if you are 315. 315. Equals nine, and if you double that, it's six thirty. Again, that adds up to nine. So that's kind of cool. So today's puzzle is sort of two parts. Mm-hmm. One is, what powers of two have this property? What powers of two? Okay. If you take a power of what powers of two, can you take all the digits and add them up and get an answer, and double the number, and add up all the digits and get the same number? I just tried a few right there and didn't come close. Yeah. So, so that's the okay. Puzzle. And the second part of the puzzle is, okay, if you have a number that when you add up the digits and you get a particular number and you double it and you get the same, add up all the digits and get the same thing, um, can you always rearrange the digits and have a new number that has the same property? Like 315, 351, uh, 153 mm-hmm. is that. So that's the puzzle. Okay. So so find something that's the power of two that you can do that with. Find all possible, if possible. If possible, if possible. All right. right. I think we know that these can be sort of sneaky. Okay. And so you'll, oh, go ahead. You'll explain this later? If you don't. Later, I would like that. Okay. All right. And now as a bonus, we have an interview with uh, my friend Rob Fattower, who has an interesting company. You can check out his website at mathartfun.com. He makes all kinds of neat math toys. All right. Good morning. This is The Math Factor, and I have the privilege of standing here with Rob Fattower, president and founder of Tessellations. How are you doing, Rob? Good. So you've been uh, making all kinds of foam rubber uh, math puzzles and coloring books and all kinds of other things for quite a while now, and I just thought I'd ask you a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah, I started the business about uh, 16, 17 years ago. Um, I was initially interested in M.C. Escher's um, tiling artwork, his tessellations. So I started making my own Escher-like tessellation prints, and I thought about selling those at art fairs and had the idea of doing a a puzzle, physical puzzle, to go along with those. And so I produced my first puzzle called Squids and Rays back in uh, 1993. 93. Yeah, I I, uh, had the good fortune to stumble across it around uh, 1995, I think. Yeah, sometime around that, I got I got a call out of the blue from some guy in Arkansas who uh, was all excited about my puzzle. So we talked for a long time, as I recall. <laughs> well, I had to make sure we were on the level, you know, <laughs> that these were legitimate squids and rice. Well, yeah, so it's amazing to me that, uh, I mean, you've really stuck with it over all these years. Yeah, it's been, uh, I've had ups and downs. You know, for a while, I was uh, showing my stuff at Toy Fair in New York City and and trying to do the toy market thing. 
Um, didn't make much money doing that, so I've kind of de-scoped the business and I'm really focusing now on, on the education market, mainly math teachers. So do you, are these things ex specifically for the math classroom or are these um, toys? What are, how do you view your product line? We have a variety of things. Some of our newer stuff is really specifically for teaching mathematics and is what they call manipulatives, not really puzzles. We have some puzzles that are um, conveying mathematical ideas, like we have something called the irrational puzzle, which teaches about irrational numbers. Oh, yeah. Is that that cube thing you were showing yeah. me yesterday? Yeah. Why don't you try to describe that for the radio? Well, the, the set has four cubes, and they're cut in different ways, and uh, tries to use that to get out the idea of an irrational number, which is one, of course, in which the uh, digits never repeat. So, for example, um, uh, the diagonal of a square is the square root of 2, and the diagonal of a cube is the uh, square root of 3. Uh-huh. So, so how's the puzzle work? The puzzle just uses shapes. You know, there's a different three-dimensional shapes you get from cutting cubes in different ways. And then the puzzle has brain teasers. It shows, like, some big shape made of all the different shapes put together, but it doesn't tell you how to make it. So you've got to spatially figure out how those different cut cubes fit together to make that shape. Are you still selling those uh, puzzle dissection kits? Um, yes, we also have kits where um, um, each one has a set of four puzzles, and they're dissections of squares, so you can uh, rearrange the pieces to form a pentagon, for example. And uh, another set forms different star polygons. Yeah, those are pretty wicked, I thought. Yeah, those are simple, and they're, they only have five to eight pieces each. Uh -huh. uh, and they're quite a bit harder than you might think just looking at them. Yeah. So uh, let me just ask you frankly, Rob, do you recommend the business for uh, any aspiring toy, math toy makers out there? Well, I, I came from a semiconductor research background uh, to get into this. Uh -huh. And I'd be a wealthier man today if I had <laughs> <laughs> not started my own company. So it's hard to make money. Um, one of the things that turned me off to the toy business was really seeing how many people with great ideas didn't really make it. Mm -hmm. and they tried for several years and kind of limped along and finally gave up. Mm -hmm. it's, a little bit, it's a little bit depressing. Sometimes people go for the stuff that's not as intelligent or brainy. Yeah. And also there's just there's so many companies out there, so many products right. out there. It's just really hard to get noticed above the, above the clutter right. and the noise. Well, that's what's, I mean, so impressive that you've been doing this for 15 or 16 years now and, and sticking with it. Last year we had a, an interview with Paul Hildebrandt of Zone Tool. That's another example of just plugging away yeah. until it you know, happens. Yeah, that's another geometric tool, uh, geometric toy. It's more of a construction set, but um, you have to just really keep at it. And over time you learn what people buy, you learn uh, who your good customers are, mm -hmm. and so you just kind of gradually figure out how to make it work. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so how can people check out what you're up to? What, you have a website, I know. Yeah, our, our main website is just uh, tessellations.com, uh, two S's, two L's. And we've also got an online store, mathartfun.com. I'm, re I'm really glad to see that you're still selling uh, in the garden and, uh, and the squids yeah, and rays. Squids and, and, and rays, we and still sell, yeah. Yeah, those are really terrific. Yeah, those are our, uh, our Escher-like puzzles. Each has multiple solutions, so they're creative and open-ended and you can explore symmetry with those puzzles. I've never actually played with your uh, no tiles, your not tiles. Not tiles. That's new um, about a year ago. Uh -huh. That's a set of tiles with knot-like graphics so you can make different knots and uh, there's brain teasers to go from one knot to another one. That's cool. 
Yeah, about 10 years ago, I bought most of your product line. I guess I need to catch up and buy another, <laughs> another 10 years yeah. worth of stuff. Uh, are you're no longer selling those anor an anamorphic uh, puzzles, I guess. I've got a few left around. I actually uh, liquidated my stock of those. Uh huh. Yeah, that was a neat idea. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Rob. Okay, thank you. I'm Goodman Strauss, is a math professor at the University of Arkansas.